Welcome to the A&A Podcast, the Catch-All Christian Podcast where we talk about Jesus, apologetics, theology, and more. We hope to provide a biblical perspective on issues facing young adults today and pray our conversations would draw you closer to the heart of Jesus through each episode. Welcome to the A&A Podcast. Hello, welcome back to the A&A Podcast. I'm Ashley and today... I'm here to talk about books, which I'm so excited about. Um, every time I start reading a book, I just get the strong desire to make an episode talking about my favorite Christian books of all time, my top five of all time. This book that I'm reading right now is called Glow Kids, and it says how screen addiction is hijacking our kids and how to break the trance. It's honestly really good. It's not a Christian book, but it's really good and interesting, and so I was just very inspired <laughs> to do this episode. It's kind of going to be random, and I feel like it might be all over the place, but that's okay, you know? It's fine. Anyway, I'm going to be doing my top five, starting from number five and working my way down to number one. It should be fun. Number five is Mere Christianity by C.S. Lewis. I wish that I had my books here with me. This might be a better episode to do if I could show you my books, but it's fine. This book is a compilation of some radio talks that C.S. Lewis did over the course of some time. It covers much ground related to Christianity, including the connection between right and wrong, the meaning of the universe, Christian beliefs, and Christian behaviors. It argues against atheism and for Christianity very logically, which I think is really cool. Um, Yet it really, C.S. Lewis has such a way with words. It's so profound, yet so clear. It's amazing. He breaks down doctrine in such a an easily digestible way that I think every new Christian or every Christian should listen to it or read it. I think I I actually listened to it and re- read it. I listened to it on Audible and then I read it. So definitely it's something that you can read or listen to multiple times and pick up something new every time. He is just, oh, I love C.S. Lewis. I wish that I would have the chance to talk to him. Maybe in heaven I will. But anyway, that was a really impactful book for me. I read it during Bible school, and then I think I read it, I listened to it during a trip, like, to Michigan or something. It's so good. I just love it. It's so, that's all I have to say about that. (laughs) Number four is called Total Truth, Liberating Christianity from its Cultural Captivity by Nancy Piercy. Piercy helps uh, readers work through the chokehold that culture can have over Christianity and Christian thought. I think that it's really impactful because there's a lots of there's lots of things in the world that one might not even realize are impacting their views of Christianity. Worldview can be so impacted by things that you don't even think about. And so she really breaks down these things that are so so woven into culture that we don't even think about them. It's such a lovely book. When I was reading it, I was like blown away at every page. Um, It focuses a lot on morality of the morality of culture versus the morality of Christianity. One thing that stuck out to me majorly was that Darwinism um, is literally debunked in this read. It's crazy. It it exposes wide sweeping lies that everyone just tends to believe, even Christians, because they're so culturally pervasive. It also talks about how neutrality is a myth. And this was just fundamental to me during college. There were so many times where neutrality is just like people, a lot of teachers or I don't know, people claim that neutrality is like a world view without God. It's atheism. But that's not neutral. That's a worldview in and of itself. And so understanding that there's no neutrality was so beneficial to me. And I think it'll be beneficial to you too. There, 
this book is br- broken down into sections, and I wish I had it here with me again. Um, there's, you know that, like, the Darwinism Finch thing? Yeah, that's, like, totally debunked. Or the Darwinism thing that has to do with the development of fetuses of different animals um, and how it, like, it, the the similarity between them connects us to a common ancestor. Well, it turns out that's fake. We were literally lied to. And I just, like, my whole worldview exploded when I read this book. So I think anyone would benefit from reading this book. She has a lot of other books that I haven't read, but I would totally love to read them. I think maybe my next read is going to be this book again because I would love to brush up on it. Number three is Tactics by Greg Kokel. I hope that I'm saying it right. Basically, it just breaks down evangelism techniques in a really understandable way. He calls it uh, the Columbo method. There's three different things that you um, can do in this evangelism technique to really help. And it really makes people think critically about what they're saying and puts the instead of putting it on Christians to defend themselves when people attack, you basically ask questions to bring out their worldview, and it helps people, both Christians and non-Christians, think about their beliefs and rationalize them in a helpful way. Uh, Again, I read this during Bible college, and it totally flipped my view of apologetics on its head. And I think this book and then the Nancy Piercy one were very influential in wanting why for me, wanting to start this podcast with Anya because there's just so so many lies <laughs> in culture and they're just so blatant if we look a little bit below the surface. We look one inch below the surface and it comes crumbling down. So anyway, that is my number three. You should definitely listen to it or read it. It's, it's a super easy read. Number two is called The Great Sex Rescue by uh, Joanna Swatosky, Rebecca Greg- Gregory Linbaugh, and Sheila Ray Gregory. I, I, I can't say them. I'm so sorry. Um, Rebecca and Sheila are actually a mother and daughter team. Sheila's the mom. Rebecca's the daughter. And they have, like, this blog, and it's basically about sex. I don't know how that happened, but it is. Um, before my husband and I got married, we read this book. We Our pastor and pastor's wife told us to read it. And when I say this is the second most influential book of my life. I, I'm i not exaggerating. I think purity culture can... Well, I didn't quite catch all of purity culture. I caught the very end of it. And so I think there were a lot of things that I thought about marriage and sex that weren't true. And I didn't really come to realize how pervasive those things were until I read this book. <clears throat> I was really through this read, I was really able to take a look inside my heart and my mind at some of the toxic things that had been presented to me. I don't even really know where I picked them up, but just things that are harmful to marriage and sex. And I think without reading this book, my husband and I really would have had some major things to work through. Even my husband has said that this is an influential book. Um, we It prompted many, many awesome conversations And I'm just so thankful that these authors chose to dig into such a sensitive topic that's often not talked about in the Christian community. It's also research-based. They did a large survey of women and men, um, which I just thought was amazing. And they found that there's these teachings in Christianity 
that have totally hijacked the Bible and have are not actually biblical. <laughs> and so I think reading that, I was just shocked. And now I get it and recommend it for all my engaged or married friends because it was just so impactful. And I really do thank the Lord for this book. Um, I could say more about that, but I'll leave it at that for now. Now, I have a few honorable mentions. One is Cold Case Christianity by J. Warner Wallace. And this is kind of breaking Christianity down from a um, detective's perspective, which is really cool. Um, it's very systematic, and it makes a case for the resurrection of Christ. Actually, the author of this was trying to discount the resurrection of Christ, but through his research, he found that the resurrection of Christ was totally corroborated. <laughs> there was more evidence for the resurrection of Christ than against it. This man was atheist, and through his research, he became Christian. That's a good read. Another one is called Another Gospel by Alyssa Childers. I think she's a, she was like a former singer of Zoe Girl or something. I've, I haven't heard of that, but I think it was a big Christian band back in the day. Um, basically, progressive Christianity had wiggled its way into her life, and she finds truth, the truth that is not progressive Christianity. It's really interesting because it seems that purity culture comes from really legalistic sects where um, the other end of the spectrum is this book is progressive Christianity. So there's progressive Christianity and legalistic Christianity, and neither of them are true. We got to find it in the middle. We got to find the gospel of Christ in the middle. And so I just think that there there's both these ends of the pendulum, which I'll talk about another time. Um, but both of these things are addressed in different ways in different books, so that's another good one. The last book on my honorable mentions list is called American Awakening by John John Kingston. There we go. And he really feels the pulse of America and the culture as a whole and kind of talks about the, the breakdown of the American culture where there's a big fracture line in the middle and how Jesus can restore that. I don't know if I'm giving a very good synopsis of it. You should read it. I listened to it and was so into it. I think I listened to the whole book in one trip to, I don't know, somewhere. I was really into it. It's a really good read, and I'd love to read it again. Um, yeah, that's a good one. Okay, my number one book is To Hell with the Hustle by Jefferson Bethke. I love the Bethke family. They are so awesome. But Jeff, Jeff, he goes by Jeff, he talks about the hustle culture of the United States, or of the Western world, I suppose, and how we were not created for that. He speaks a lot to the Sabbath and how the Sabbath is, we don't have to take that Sunday and not do anything. It's not legalistic. The Sabbath was made for man, um, not man for the Sabbath. Um, and the way that he talks about slowing down and saying no to things has been very, very impactful. <laughs> I think that it's really revolutionized the way that I live my life. I was for so long such a go, go, go gal, and now I've really realized that I just can't take that. I'm not, I'm not capable of going all the time. I need more rest than others. I need to step back. I need to lean into the Lord, and when I'm so busy that I can barely breathe, I can't make time for the Lord either, and the Lord needs my full attention. It's such a beautiful book. It's an easy, easy read. I listened to it and read it, and I would recommend it to anyone. It's so good. I I think about it all the time. One thing that I remember from the book is that like 100 or 120 years ago, I think, the average person got 11 hours of sleep a night. Can you even believe it? And now the average is six hours. And so he 
he says, like, how do we expect to be thriving when we're cutting our sleep in half, basically? Like, no wonder why anxiety and depression and burnout are so real. Like, we're not resting and we're not made to go, go, go all the time. So, I don't know. I just think that was a really great book and I'd love if you read it. I'll link all my recommendations down below along with a link to get them, I guess. They're so good. I'd recommend them to anyone. Read or listen to them. I wish I was less... I Whenever I do an episode by myself, I ramble so much. But I hope you picked up something from this. I hope you enjoyed and I guess I'll talk at you next time. See you later. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the A&A Podcast. Please consider leaving a like and a comment on Apple, Spotify, or Google Podcasts so others can find our show and get connected to Jesus. You can stay connected with us both on Instagram and YouTube at AAPod2022. Again, that's at AAPod2022. Have any topics you'd like here discussed or questions you'd like answered? DM us on Instagram. Business inquiries can be emailed to us at AAPod2022. 22 at gmail.com again that's a and a pod 22 at gmail.com may the lord strengthen and bless you today and always